Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Welcome. Jesus yes, it's great to be back yep. here with Jesse Anita or Tobias and Sarah. Which or, one? Or uh, Prisca and Aquila. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'll take all of them. <laughs> such, a, such great role models, exactly. right? Exactly. Friday's show. Uh, today's the feast day of St. Timothy and St. Titus. Yes. Pray uh, for us. Pray for us. St. Paul wrote some incredible letters to both of these yep. two young bishops. They were evangelists. Yes. I like what it says in 2 Timothy 1.8. He says, do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, nor of me, a prisoner for his sake, but bear your share of hardship in the gospel with the strength that comes from God. Close quote. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. We know yes. that evangelization is not an easy task. No, it's not. But we but, have to do it. Yeah. But uh, Timothy and Titus, they were pretty uh, fortunate because with St. Paul as their mentor, uh, he was able to give them the... The encouragement that they needed to be young bishops at the time back in the first century. If you yes. think it's hard to be a bishop right now, imagine what it was like back then. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's up to us. We're, we're called to evangelize just like uh, 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 Titus and Timothy. And uh, we, um, we're, we're out in the world, people. Uh, brothers and sisters, we're out in the world. And everybody we encounter, we should be able to say something of Jesus, some witness yeah. maybe. Even God bless yes, you. Yes, God bless you. That, Simple. That's a Yes, absolutely. Hey, God bless you. That's yes. all you have to say. Those three words. Yeah. God bless, bless you. you. And they're going to go, what? what? Well, I needed that today. You just never know. Yeah. Like for you example, never know. I called up the Goodwill this morning and I complained because uh, they, have, uh, <laughs> they have abortion uh, uh, people that are being paid that are to collect uh, signatures in front of the, the Goodwills all over the Phoenix area. So I called up headquarters this morning, had a very good conversation with, with human resources. And then at the end... I said, God bless you. And the guy just was stunned. Mm -hmm. And I hung up and he called me right back about two or three minutes later. And at first he was a little bit pushing back like, well, you know, parking lots for everybody's free speech. He called me back. He goes, Mr. Romero. And I could tell when I said, God bless you and hung up, I could tell he changed. He said, corporate uh, is going to tell all the, the Goodwills in Phoenix that these uh, people can't uh, take signatures and harass people and ask them for signatures in front of the Goodwill stores any longer. And wow. so I could tell it was my tone of voice and saying at the end of my conversation, God bless you, He, I hung up. He called me back because at first he was pushing back a little bit with, well, that's the First Amendment, right? We don't want to get involved, blah, blah, blah. No. So again, uh, a, a God bless you goes a long ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I I would bet, of course, I don't know for sure, but um, anybody that takes their items that I don't that that they don't need and take it for the goodwill are probably people of good faith, people that want other people to give the stuff that they can't they don't use. And uh, I know you know a lot of people in our area, you know that they go and they give their their items that they don't use and. And and I think that's 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 considerate. We know that there's other people less fortunate than yeah. than those people taking their items that they know they can use and buy at a very very discount price. That's right. Hey, we want to talk about uh, somebody that you should not imitate. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, there's people that you should imitate. Trust me, but there's people yeah. that you should not imitate. Yeah. And the New York Post put out an article 
It says New York musician musician throws joint baby shower for all five women he got pregnant. Is yes. It, is this microphone on? Okay. <laughs> so I guess the more the merrier. That's what the that, article yeah, says. Yeah, it says the more the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, the New York City musician, his name was Zeddy Will, and he's a, a big 22 years old. <laughs> and he recently hosted a joint baby shower for uh, five of his pregnant uh, baby mamas. And uh, one of his partners, his her name is Lizzie Astley. Astley came claimed that she she talked about it on TikTok. So Ashley, who's 29, revealed the startling startling achievement by showing off the party invitations, which showed the shower being hosted in Queens on January 14th. The moms to be and will that's the 22 pose for a joint photo on the invitation, which said. Welcome, little Zeddy Wills, one to five. In other words, one to five kids. This is incredible. Yeah. This, is, this is such a departure yep. from what God yep. taught us. The, the, the biblical revelation of marriage yep. that God has taught us. Yep. We, are, we, we just move so far. And this is different from, from polygamy, where polygamy, you have, uh, you're married. Yeah. You're married these to these women. Now these, yeah, Palamory is it's just intimate relationship with any of those. Yeah, the five. That's not, it. Not sexual Polly relationship. Amory. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. It's sexual relationship. So that's the new term. Yeah, yeah. So um, Ashley, she said, um, "What is she?" She goes, "I guess we're sister wives now." That's what she captioned on a video. Uh, referring to the popular uh, TLC show that follows the lives of a polygamous family. Well, see, that's a difference. There's a difference. That's marriage, and this is not. And it's usually a man with many women right. that are married. Like in Islam, that's, by the yes, way. Yes, yeah. yeah, right. So the Post has reached out to Ashley for comment. The singer also updated happy photos of the large, untraditional family posing outside of their party. And another disco-inspired Photoshop to show off their growing bumps alongside an over, overjoyed will. So there they go. They have a picture of them all happy around and this young around this young God, time. Yes, pregnant around the same yep. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, just to call these yeah, these young women, they're shameless. Yep. Yeah, yeah. How would you want to share your husband they're with low somebody information, else? I wouldn't. Young women mm -hmm. that are shameless and have a broken moral conscience. Mm -hmm. Whoever their daddy was, these five women, and whoever's yeah. daddy, this guy, uh, this rapper's uh, dad, they failed horribly. Horribly, horribly, and, absolutely. And, and that's why many men will be in hell, objectively yeah. speaking, at the end of time. Because mm -hmm. the problem we see in our society, when you see these young little hussy women and these uh, these these. Uh, uh, gigolos. Mm -hmm. These were raised. That's what they are. These were That's what he is, men. a gigolo. <laughs> these were raised by by losers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so, if they were raised yeah. by a man, if they were even, yeah, if there was even a man. In if the there house. was even a man in the house, yeah. absolutely. Let me let yeah. me let's make some comments about this. Uh, mm -hmm. Here's somebody commented. They posted on the video a guy named Bill Pearl Pearlman. He said, <laughs> "I had the same thought. Our society is collapsing." <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and then somebody else, Izzy, says, I'm 67 years old, although I'm processing, I'm pr processing the cycle of slowly growing old. Same here. Mm. I couldn't be happier not being around in 30 years. Yes. I wouldn't I would want to say bear that witness all the time. to what the new flock of generational provocateurs will come yep. about 
judging by these promiscuous ladies. Yeah, I just feel the victims here are those children. Those children are growing up confused. All these kids are causing more confusion than there already is in the in their generation, causing so much confusion. You know, and it's all about uh, letting your passions and your emotions. It's it's letting those passions and emotions direct your life, not your intellect and the will. What's right? That's the blueprint for failure. Yes, absolutely. So my question is, who raised this monster? Okay, <laughs> who's the father? Who whoever is his father of this young rapper? did a horrible job. Mm -hmm. I'm even going to quote somebody I don't agree with virtually with anything, but he got it right <laughs> on this one. Even Barack Obama back in 2008. A clock is always, a broken clock is always right twice, twice a day. day. Now, I'm no fan of his at all. Didn't <laughs> vote for him, would never vote for him. No. Nope. But back in 2008, he gave a fatherhood speech. Look at what he said. He nailed it here. He only said it one time because he probably got slapped around by the people yep. that funded. What are you said, saying? Shut your mouth. Don't ever say that again. But he got it right one time. He was actually thinking independently. Here's what he said in 2008, quote. Probably what he really thinks. Yeah. Of all the rocks upon which we build our lives, we are reminded today that family is the most important. And we are called to recognize and honor how critical every father is to that foundation. They are teachers and coaches. They are mentors and role models. They are examples of success and the men who constantly push us towards it. But if we are honest with ourselves... We'll admit that what too many fathers also are is missing. Now he's talking to a black audience here, okay? Missing from too many lives and too many homes. They have abandoned their responsibilities, acting like boys instead of men. This rapper's acting exactly. Mm -hmm. Acting like boys instead of men, and the foundations of our families are weaker because of it. Well, they need to go back, back to the 40s and the 50s where the where the black family was had the lowest, had divorce, the lowest rate. divorce rate, where they were eight, like 80% married or uh, some some oh, really high percent. High percent. Yeah. And then the when... Life revolved around their little Protestant church somewhere in the country. Right, yeah. right. And they were family-oriented. All and the kids now, were in the choir. Yep, yep. Yeah, and they believed in Scripture, and they quoted Scripture, and they loved Jesus. Yeah. And now, in, now back in the 60s, or in the early 70s, that's when they implemented... A welfare and that's when the guys said hey i don't need to support a family made them irresponsible I'll, yeah made them irresponsible i can have the baby and you can uh I made the women feminist, feminist. The women said, i don't need a man, man. to support yeah me. i got the government got the government they got big daddy government to support him that's it made women it, re, it made it, them feminist mm -hmm. detached from from uh, a husband and detached from and they family. didn't want to be under the patriarchy yeah you know that's the big thing well, no, the, patriarchy. no patriarchy bad word yeah, and then the husbands that made them irresponsible. Yes, That's what it yes, did. yes, yes. And I'll tell you, uh, there's there's a powerful effect on music, and the devil knows how powerful it is. Yeah. Confucius once said, "If you want to know the morality of a nation, let me hear the music." I say that because mm -hmm. I grew up on black music. Both of us. Well, R and B, so yeah, but yeah. 70s and 80s, yeah. it was clean black music. I, I can remember. Pray for us. And you know, guess what? We have a holy pot. Our Lady. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be talking about yeah. Aztec dancing and Catholic churches. Stick around. We'll be right back. Because we have the, Our Lady's the, the last word. God's our joy. Thank you, Mother Mary.
We're back. Jesus 911. Uh, I've got a call in to Caesar, and he hasn't. Caesar Hernandez, he's supposed to be calling up right now. We're going to be talking about Aztec dancing. Let me have my wife call him up. Uh, here, call up Caesar. Call him up. Tell him to get on the show. Here's his number. Okay. Uh, do you got his number? I'm looking I think I have it. it here somewhere. Uh, check in your email. I'll just start the show. Okay. It's it's on the calendar. Okay, here the Google Calendar. Yeah, call him up because he just called me up this morning and he wants to he wants to come on. Uh, here it is. That might be him. I that might be him. Watch. Okay. Yeah, I know. Oh, here, here's Caesar. his number. Call him up. This is Caesar right here. Okay. Tell him to call Richard. Okay. Want to talk about uh, Aztec dancing? I've got a call. I got a call uh, from Caesar Hernandez, or he should be coming on the phone right now. And what's happening is, no, this is a problem that nobody talks about. In a lot of our Catholic churches, in Sp the Hispanic parishes, what happens is you have, especially around the feast days of Our Lady Guadalupe, you have Aztec dancers in the courtyard. And oftentimes, I've even seen Aztec dancers inside the church. This is a... Am I the only one that has a problem with this? Well, this this uh, Cesar Hernandez reached out to me. He lives out in Utah, and I guess in his parish, St. Thomas of Aquinas, the, they're going to have, uh, they've got a flyer out there where they're going to have Aztec dancing in the parish. And it's not even the feces of Our Lady Guadalupe. It's, it's already beyond that. And so <clears throat> he's very concerned. And he said, you know, just I think that I need to get a bunch of Catholics out there and do prayers of reparation. I think I have to do prayers of reparation because I think this offends God. What do you think? I said, I agree with you. And so Caesar wrote to his pastor, and I, I got the letter here. It's, it's a, it's a well-written letter, very respectful to his pastor. And he's asking him, uh, he's giving him a little bit of the background. He, I won't say the priest's name. It says here, Dear Father, the aforementioned approved apparitions of our Blessed Mother occurred in various locations worldwide, including Our Lady of Guadalupe, an apparition of our Blessed Mother in Mexico. However, you would agree that Our Lady of Guadalupe is an image of Our Lady that should be venerated by all, including Hispanics and residents of Mexico. Likewise, all the other approved images of Our Lady should be venerated by all, including Hispanics and residents of Mexico. <clears throat> Keeping in mind my previous statements, I do not understand why Aztec dancers are allowed to engage in traditional Aztec ritual ceremonial dance before and after Mass. And in some documented cases during Mass at various Catholic churches, primarily located in the U.S. and the Americas, considering that the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe converted the Aztecs, and for that matter, a significant portion of Mesoamerican, ultimately compelling by divine grace, to, ab to abandon pagan practices, which included human sacrifice, cannibalism, and the practice of polytheism, which included the worship of Quetzalcoatl, uh, who was the, 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 the serpent demon god of the Aztecs. Hence, the cause for concern taken into consideration, he says that the Aztec dance group in question is listed in... His parish, I don't want to mention his parish, January uh, 13th and 14th, next month. The bulletin says, Aztec dance, Quetzalcoatl. 
Quetzalcoatl, in other words, as announced in the bulletin, the parish bulletin, the Aztec dance event bears the name of the Aztec pagan god in question. That is, Quetzalcoatl, therefore, I believe it would not be a stretch of the imagination to assume the Aztec dance group that is to perform at the parish is also named Aztec dance Quetzalcoatl. So, uh, Cesar Hernandez, who wrote this very respectful letter to his pastor, he says, he shows a picture there of Quetzalcoatl, this uh, serpent demon, pagan deity, uh, this Aztec pagan entity called Quetzalcoatl. So he put two pictures and he sent it to the pastor. Uh, He took one image, uh, both images exactly, he took it from Britannica Encyclopedia, Britannica.com. These uh, stone carvings of this, of this demon deity of the Aztecs. Then Caesar very respectfully writes to his pastor and he says this. He says, Father, please note that the Aztec pagan god Quetzalcoatl is one of the other principal deities of the ancient Mexican pantheon. In other words, I and other parishioners hope you understand why we are concerned that an Aztec dance group bearing the name of a pagan god will be allowed to perform at our parish. Father, Caesar writes, I would like to end this missive by citing a few Bible verses. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, and here's some of the Bible verses that he, that he quotes. And again, he's basically saying that uh, what he's saying supports his and other parishioners' opposition to the proliferation of Aztec dancer activities conducted under the pretense of honoring Our Lady of Guadalupe. That's a good line. Okay. Caesar, are you on, my friend? Yes, I am, Jesse. I'm Caesar, on. welcome to the show. Hey, I'm reading I'm reading your letter, your well-written letter. Uh, I'm not mentioning your pastor's name, and I'm not mentioning the parish. So let me finish yes. it off that I want to have a conversation with you. So Caesar's on the line, uh, and thanks for coming on. He writes here to his pastor, uh, with great concert, oh, he quotes two Bible verses, Hosea chapter four, verse six, my people are perishing for their lack of knowledge. Great verse. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 14 to 17. Caesar also writes to his pastor. He says where he quotes St. Paul saying, do not be mismated with unbelievers. Then the letter, the well-written letter that Caesar wrote to his pastor on this topic of Aztec dancers in Catholic churches. He writes, father, With great consternation and hesitation do I endeavor to communicate the aforementioned concerns because I appreciate the great weight you carry on your shoulders as our beloved priest. But I feel that as a confirmed practicing Catholic, I have to speak up as mandated to do so when in my heart I feel something is amiss. Father, myself, and others are in opposition to the Aztec dance scheduled event. uh, I won't mention the parish. Based on historical and biblical, unless you want me to hear which allows for informed opposition to the event. Warm regards to your priest. God bless you, Cesar Hernandez, uh, parishioner. And then, Cesar, you also have here, I'm looking, you uh, called uh, tradition, family, and property, and they're going to, they're, they're, they've, they've basically uh, put out a flyer, and it says reparation. I, I guess we could mention the parish. I mean, you want people to go out there, right? Yes, I, I think it's. I, I think I would want to. You know, I think. Okay, it's, well, it's, uh, it was it's a public flyer. So yeah. go ahead and mention. Tell us what's going to happen. To, what's in the flyer? And, yeah. uh, and so in the in the flyer, it's uh, it mentions our parish, which is uh, Saint Aquinas Catholic Church in Hyde Park, Utah. Mm. 
So the uh, the event is actually the dancers are going to be there at two. Finally figured that out because the bulletin was kind of being edited. You know, uh, you know that happens. I'm not saying that was done <laughs> for some conspiracy reason. You know, it just happens. But the reason why I'm having it at eleven because that's after right after English Mass when we come out and and, it, and my efforts here is to build awareness, right? Because uh, to my surprise, a lot of folks aren't aware that this is going on. And, and, you know, as we evolve the conversation, I can tell, you know, obviously get into why we're we concerned, right? It's not just because we don't like it. There, there's, like I mentioned in the letter, there's the scripture and there's his history. Absolutely. That actually supports our opposition to this. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. So uh, see, so I, I've known this for decades. I just, there's so many battles out there. I just, you know, you kind of pick your battles. Uh, but I've always known this is wrong, objectively speaking. I'm like saying, wait a minute. This is what's called the sin of syncretism, uh, yeah. where you're, try- you're trying to mix two religions that are completely incompatible. But uh, just to yeah. get people out there, let me just read what the, what the flyer says. It's re- well done. Yes, it says, please re- do. rep- yeah. Reparation, reparation, which means these are prayers that we Catholics do in public where we're trying yeah. to make reparation for the offenses and sacrilege and blasphemies against our Lord and Our Lady. Also repair the damage that has yeah, re- that occurred. So uh, it's, yes. it's St. Saint, Saint, Saint Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church in Hyde Park will host a Quesacotle Aztec <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah, a dance to Satan. Yeah, that's... Uh, and then the, the flyer says, <laughs> say no purpose. to this... That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yes. Say no to this pro- promotion of immorality, pantheism, and, pan- and paganism inside the Catholic Church, and it says... It says, uh, join our rosary rally of protest and reparation, and it'll be held Sunday, January 28th at 11 a.m., and uh, the place on the corner of South 250 East and uh, East and Park Meadow Drive, and that's in Hard Park, Utah. And, yeah, uh, and, and I'd like to... And I think it's important to emphasize also that it's a peaceful and legal uh, gathering, Yes. And in yes. the end, you know, I, I want to emphasize important that, to emphasize right? that. Mm-hmm. Yes, very important. Mm-hmm. And so, so no, thank you. You know, and I and I want to I want to say this also, uh, Jesse. I want to thank you, particularly for for having me on your show. And like I said, I think it's a this is a time to start building awareness of this, as I'm finding out people aren't aware that this no. is going on. And I want to thank uh, Jose Ferraz, the National Protest Rally Coordinator. He's a good man. America needs Fatima. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, their, their team is so responsive. Uh, you know, obviously, if anybody ever endeavors, you know, if their heart moves them to do something like this, right? Because, like I said, with great consternation mm-hmm. and and pause, I do this, right? But I, I, I feel that I need to. That he's gonna he's gonna help. I mean, like I said, I have that banner coming in the mail. I'm praying it gets here. Tracking it, it should be here Saturday here on Saturday. And they have nice banners. These are very professional banners. Oh, yes. And, and it raises awareness when people are driving by or walking by. The, their banners are second to none. They're, they're very mm-hmm. professional, and they get a lot of eyeballs on, 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 the, uh, on the peaceful prayer rally. Yeah, so kudos to you yes, for reaching out to them. Those are, the right, those are the right people to reach out to. Yes. And, you know, I, I think... And, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well. Sorry. Uh, you know, I think we ha- we need to educate those involved with these um, uh-huh. Aztec gatherings and dancings, dancing, dances, because a lot of them, I'm sure, are not informed of what they're actually doing 
it's like, oh, this is a Hispanic thing and Our Lady Guadalupe, you know, they, they're just worshiping Our Lady or whatever they think. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, we say we need to honor her, but, you know, who knows what their, yeah, their intentions are. And who knows people in those groups, they could be Satanists. Think about that. We don't know because yes. there's people in our parish that do I've this. never seen them before. I've never seen them before, and it's really weird. Then, Maybe because, you know, we're not as involved in the Spanish uh, yeah. community. But I don't know. Our our associate pastor, who's who's who, who's Spanish-speaking and English, he's, he doesn't allow them inside doing any dance, any yeah. anything. I don't even inside. want them in the courtyard. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree. But it's, but. A, it's a matter of having a conversation with the leaders of the Spanish communities and give them the history of Quetzalcoatl. They don't know no, this, Caesar. They, don't know they really. That. We're going to talk more about this. Stick around, Hector. We got a lot to talk Caesar, about. Caesar, 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 Hector, and Put our lady. Of- All right, I'll stick around, right brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got it. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're talking about um, Aztec dancing in Catholic churches. Yeah, and we have our guest. Are you fed up Caesar with it, Hernandez? I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. We are back, Jesus 911, with Jesse and Anita, and we have a guest, Cesar Hernandez, and we're all we're talking all things Catholic. Yeah, we're we're talking about the here it is, the dark secrets of Hispanic Catholics. <laughs> they are, <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, Hispanic Catholics, we we've been insulted for far too yep. long. What do yep. I mean by that? Let, let me. I, I want to get your comments, Cesar and Anita. Mm-hmm. What do you mean we've been well, insulted I, by I, far I, too? Just if Go you ahead. continue, would it be possible? And I know you, uh, and I can do it either in Latin or in, uh, in English or Spanish. Would you lead us in a prayer of, uh, of our Father and, and a Hail Mary for our Pope? Our Absolutely. Let's, uh, yes. Let's do it right now. Feel it in your heart right now? Yeah. Especially Bishop Strickland. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, we'll pray in Latin. Nomeni Patris, Feliz Spiritu Santi. Amen. We pray for all these intentions right now. So we lift up these prayers to God and we pray. Pater Noster, qui es in celis, santificium nomen tuum, adveniat reinam tuum, fia voluntas tua, in celo et in terra. Pana nostra, quotidianum da nobis hodum, e dimiti nobis abita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus de victoribus nostris, et nos inducas in tentationum, se liberanos a malo, amen. Ave Maria, gracia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus frutus ventris tu, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccadoribus, nunc et in mortis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patri, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So now we're double guarded. We are ready. Hey, so we just wanted, we just wanted to get people, let people know, at St. Thomas Aquinas Catholic Church in Hyde Park, Utah, there's going to be, an, and we're, we're, we're opposed to this, obviously, there's going to be a, a Quetzalcoatl Aztec dance. Quetzalcoatl is a demon god 500 years ago for the Aztec yeah. Empire. Probably the worst one yeah. of all. Part uh, of the Pantheon, yeah. Yes, because yeah. they, they, they're polytheists. They believe in many gods. Yeah. It's going to be Sunday, January 28th at 11 a.m. Caesar uh, is or, is uh, leading this uh, this uh, peaceful, prayerful rally. And you it, gather in front yeah. of the church on the yeah. public sidewalk. Yeah. yeah, bring your rosary yeah. There's a, and uh, and uh, bring a heart Please full of love. Yeah, bring, bring your rosary and bring, come in a state of grace and bring a heart full of love yes, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So let me ask you, and then I, I'll give my take and my wife. Sure. What are some what What is it 
that causes you to have an aversion to this? I'll tell you, my for me, but I want to hear from you, Caesar. What causes you as a Hispanic Catholic to have an aversion to these Aztec dances in a Catholic church or even courtyard? Well, succinctly, so I think it's important to give, give a little bit of my background. So, you know, I have my family, my, my mother's side is from Mexico. My dad is uh, originally from uh, Durango, Durango, but he, he grew up in El Paso, Texas. And he, he said the border, didn't, he didn't cross the border, the border crossed him. Anyway. <laughs> but he, he'd been there for, you know, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. that whole history. I don't want to get into that. That's, that's yeah. kind of off topic. But 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 I I was in Mexico, so I you know I, I'm fluent in Spanish. I have my 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 grandmother, and I, I promise I won't get too long winded on this. But I think it's important to mention. So when I was a, a child in in Mexico, my grandmother in Zacatecas, Mexico, you know I, we would come back, and you know and he said, she'd say, "Mijo, you know if you, if you ever sense anything wrong or evil, or you want the help of Mary, say Ave Maria, purísima, right?" So, yeah. you know, loosely translated that you write, it's Hail Mary purist, right? Yeah. So, so I, I use that throughout my life, right? So anyway, I, but what I'm getting at too, right? You know, in Mexico, we can, you know, they say you're son of so-and-so and so you see people you never heard of, but you know, you're related to them, right? I went to Mass yes. to Fresnillo and Zacatecas, Enrique Estrada. You know what? How many times did I see Aztec dancers come into our churches? Zero. Zero. And that's I've in never, Mexico. I never, yeah. Yeah, and this in Mexico, right. you know, and not, right. not here. Now, I think it's important to mention this, right? I also grew up in L.A., in Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. Alameda. And, you know, La Placita, I know from, I know your yep. background uh, mm-hmm. from, from seeing all your videos. Yep. And thank you for putting out that message out there and being out there for us. Jesse. I appreciate that so much. And I think I'm not the only one. But, you know, we'd go to the Placita. And you'd have the Aztec dancers. But the Aztec, so, you know, the Placita, the way it is, you know, the little famous walkway there in Alameda, you have the dancers there, but not in the church, not in the courtyard. And by the way, they do have the Our Lady of Guadalupe there in Juan Diego there, but they don't dance there. Now, I, you know, I haven't, and I, I, granted, I haven't been to the Placita, I would say in about 10 years or so. Okay. So had my dad have changed since then? Perhaps, but no, I never saw them in the church. So wh- why do I have an aversion to it? It's because, if you're educated, right? If you can discern it, you know what. You know, I'm currently uh, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I, I have to mention, right? I have I have a long history of being in, in school, you know, and I'm working on my doctorate degree. I know how to research things, you know, how to triangulate, make sure that you're not engaging in uh, confirmation bias, right? To make sure that things fall into what your perspective is, right? Yeah. So if you're if you educate yourself on this. You can see, no, this this does not hold up. This is this is syncretism. This is relativism, right? And and then on top of that, right? If you look at the dance group, they're called Quetzalcoatl. So you're going to come as a dance group bearing the name of a pagan god, coming into our church. So again, how does that work? How how does that? And you and I and I saw a recent video of Jesse uh, mentioning how, and I, I walked into this too. You know, carelessly not paying attention sometimes as you walk into these stores and they'll have a Catholic saint, our Mary, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe, you know, they'll have a, a Santo Niño de Atocha. Some people, you know, it's well known in Zacatecas, Santo Niño de Atocha. It's actually from from Spain, whole history right. behind that. But, right. but right, you walk in, you see all these, you see all these familiar saints, right? My, my, my saint, right? Um, 
Martin the, to- the poorest, right? And then you walk further back, and then that's when you start. What what is this, right? Oh yeah, they want to they want to sweep you, or they want to do some sort of like um, you know stuff that's just not what what is this? It's syncretism, right? Because it, it has nothing to do with the church, right? Like, you know, I know you've talked a lot about Santa Muerte. That's that's not a valid saint, right? And you know, I'm, I'm only, <laughs> I know this one you haven't mentioned it, right? It's a demon. <laughs> Yeah, there's also the saint that they made up. I, I don't I don't quite remember where exactly. Malverde. Malverde, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say right. what it is in English. <laughs> narco saint. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So those that don't, don't understand Spanish, we need to translate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say con Santo Malverde, he's a narco, narco saint. Seriously, <laughs> straight out. Yeah. The, 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 the saint of the of the cartel, they just, uh, yeah. Like a, he's like yeah, a folk yeah. hero. Yeah. Right, and so the question is, right? If you ask yourself, what are the what are fruits are the, is this bearing? And I don't think they're good fruits, right? Because absolutely, it, it, yeah. And, and here's a, so here, and then to to allow you to kind of give me a some feedback on what I'm saying. So the reason I became aware of this dance and why this became such an issue is is because. Our, I am in the parish council too, and so our mm. Lady of Guadalupe feast day just passed. Yes, and now we're mm-hmm. scheduling this again. So I don't understand <laughs> why this is being rescheduled. Where the it's the Saint Thomas Aquinas feast. Yeah, patron yeah. saint. <laughs> and um, so I say, like I said, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just uh, I'm just curious if uh, you're yeah. on the parish council. Who's actually organizing this? Did they get approval from the parish council, uh, from your pastor? Is this, uh, I mean, well, well, how did this happen? You, well, as you should be aware, you know, ultimately it is our priest, it's the priest's office, right? It, yeah. We were only there as advisory, right? So in the end, it's yeah. not, we, we're only advised. So it's not like right. we can say, no, we don't want this, we don't want that. Right. Yeah. You know, I have to, I have to say this. I have to say this also, you know, our parish is a great parish. We have awesome, great things happening in our parish. Our our priests have done magnificent. Except for this, right? <laughs> yeah, except for this. This, this. this is something that I not so great. Yeah, this is this is where I feel that you know I felt compelled. I did. I felt compelled mm-hmm. to like I have to respond right, and and so here we are. And again, you know, I want and I want do want to take advantage of this of this platform. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we have to build awareness. And I think it's important, particularly for Hispanics, to speak up. Right. Because, as you said, Jesse, you you know, you just internally. Right. How, how when you feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel you, about this being in the church? Uh, yeah. yeah you know, you, and I know there's more Hispanics that, 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 yeah. that feel this yeah. way that uh, don't necessarily yeah. have. I'll, I'll, I'll tell yeah, you, Caesar, I'll tell you how I what? felt when I when I saw this years ago and I've seen it all my life in Hispanic churches. I felt the way St. Paul felt. In Acts 19.29, when he walked into Ephesus, Mm -hmm. St. Paul says, he said this, The city was filled with much confusion. Mm -hmm. Close quote. That's the way I felt, even as a young kid, seeing Aztec dancers in a a, a Catholic uh, parish. And I also felt, now as I got older, St. Paul also, when he walked into Athens, uh, he says in Acts 17, verse 16, he says this, he goes, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked. Some translations say was perturbed within him as he saw that the city was full of idols. That's exactly the way my soul feels when I see this. St. Paul says, 
I'm, my soul is filled with much confusion because I know this is syncretism. I'm not stupid. And I know right. my, my spirit is provoked within me as I see people, my own fellow Catholics, dancing to idols. Uh, and so uh, as Catholics, we also know that I'm not going to give the Aztecs a pass. The gods of the Aztecs were demons. Mm-hmm. In fact, that, that's Catholic teaching. Psalm 95 verse 5 says, For all the gods of the Gentiles are devils and idols. The, the Aztecs worship demons and they dance to demons. And we have to tell it like it is. And if you want to see a good depiction of this, I would invite people to watch the movie made by Mel Gibson. I think it was in, 2000, in, yeah. in t- 2006. Yeah. Apocalypto. It, yeah, Apocalypto. And I just also, I was reading some stuff from Victor David Hansen, who's a great historian. He's also said that the Aztecs, they were not just involved in cannibalism, human sacrifice. They were also a sodomitic culture. Homosexuality wow. was, I didn't know that. I read an article from wow. Victor David Hansen. Interesting. And he said it was, it was rife with, with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And so as a Catholic, I'm proud of some things south of the border, like Our Lady Guadalupe. Like taquitos yes. con guacamole, <laughs> you know. Con guacamole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things to be proud of. Mariachi music, clean mariachi music. There's a lot of things to be proud of, but there are some things that I have. Yes, but there's some things I have contempt for. More, more cajetes. That's I like that too. But I have contempt for some things, and those are the that's the Aztec culture. There's nothing about that that's redeeming. We'll be right back with my wife and Caesar. We'll be right back. Okay. With Maria Purísima. Yes. <laughs> Sin pecado concebido. <laughs> La Morenita, pray for us. Pray for us. I'm only half of the screen. <laughs> what the heck's that? My camera, I moved my camera. My camera uh, doesn't like me, like Sanita. My AI camera. Knock AI. it off, uh, AI. Oh, sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. You get closer to me. Uh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Just go. get closer. Get closer. Okay. Can you see All us, right. Rich? Yeah. Well, can everybody see us out there? Yeah. We can. Yeah. We can. I'm looking at uh, here. I'm sorry. You have to look at the front side. Maybe the back side would be better, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got Cesar Hernandez, uh, brother in Christ. He's uh, he's got a, a peaceful, prayerful rally. It's going to be January 28th, Sunday, 11 a.m., uh, corner of South 250 East and Park Meadow Drive, Hyde Park, Utah. Uh, yeah. it's going to, it's going to be a peaceful prayerful rally. It's really prayers of reparation because again, uh, 500 years since the Aztec culture has basically, uh, has, has gone the way of the dodo bird. We're, we're still, we're, we're still, uh, uh, paying homage to them as Catholics in our parishes. Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, please support our brother here in his endeavor. Yep. It's this Sunday, January 28th, 11 a.m., and it's apparently after Saint, one of the masses, at, right, Caesar? St. Thomas Aquinas yeah, after Church. The, after the English mass, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Caesar Hernandez is going to be there with his rosary in his hand, with love and, of yeah. Jesus in his heart, and a state of grace leading people, and prayers of reparation, because yeah. God is offended by this. Yeah. He's offended by this. And Anita, you were saying something in the yeah. break to me about... You know, I was saying the, on the break, people... Let's look at a scripture. Hosea 4, 6, my people are perishing for the lack of not for their lack of knowledge. Well, I think it, th- there's a lack of catechesis in the in the Spanish community. I think all communities, but because we're more connected, we see it. And um, and it takes the catechist 
the main catechist, who is the, the, pastor. the pastor, to teach the people. And those of us that know, like you, Caesar, can, maybe Father doesn't is not aware of it. Maybe this is something that you need to sit down with him in love and charity. Look at Father. This is the history of this. And I'm sure we, he knows... And, yeah. Say, say Father, here, watch the movie Apocalypse. So, yeah, and this is, it sums it up of what's going on. Go ahead. But you Go know ahead. what? I, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned Apocalypto, right? Because sometimes, like, if you say, like, in academia, you say, well, you want to reference something that's, uh, that, that, that's, um, reliable, right? Per se. Yeah. But I said, yeah. no, I, you, this is a good movie to reference because. Mel Gibson yep. did a great job of doing yeah, it. Absolutely did a great job. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're you're literally looking at the history of what the ass and he spared us, by the way. He spared us the child <laughs> sacrifice and all the other stuff that would really, you know, I think would make people walk out of the theater. Right. Because mm-hmm. they were in they were an extremely violent culture. But you know, I I wanted to share this with you guys because, you know, I was doing research, you know, and and obviously you wanna watch what, what sources you look at and I got right. A great take on this, and it's an article from Catholic Answers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The title is, uh, yeah, Indigenous Dances Allowed During Mass. So I'm not going to read the whole article. but Oh, I, wow. I oh, that's wonderful so the that whole, they put that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so he, this, is, uh, this was uh, posted or published on 11-16-2021. And oh, so the said. host says, this is this is in uh, response to a, to a caller that asked about that. And he was Hispanic also, the gentleman. He said, what about this? Uh, what about Aztec dancers? What's going on here, right? And the host, Tony, I'm interested. I'm, so I'm reading this verbatim. Tony, I'm okay. interested because here in the U.S., we have lots of Catholic parishes or Catholic missions and chapels on Indian land. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've never, I've been to many masses on Indian land, but I've never seen indigenous dancing, right? And here's Father Hugh continuing on this uh, narrative. Oh, right. says, Hugh Barber, Father Hugh Barber. Yeah, he's your chaplain. Yes, yes. And he says, uh, the distant, distant ancestors, but I just, so I'm, this is kind of broken up a little bit. I just, my thing is to just look at it and say, is this something that they naturally would do or is it something that they would, would be suggested to them as a political cultural statement? Because Mexican this is this is very important makes because Mexican Catholic culture has a long liturgical tradition and a very beautiful and very beautiful music that's been there for hundreds of years. And so I'm a little suspicious when these things are introduced, not they not that they have to be wrong, but just that we should apply these things with certain caution because the church's liturgy is not simply a class project. And, mm-hmm. and, and of course, yeah, so that I think, you know, because Right, uh, our Pope, right, our bishops, our priests. I do appreciate the heavyweight to carry on their shoulders. I really do. You know, this is the uh, uh, in the world we have what 1.6 billion Catholics, right? And there's and we have indigenous people coming in. I think, believe from Africa recently, and that's evolving, right? But in the end, I think I think Father here says it. Clearly, right? Especially when it comes to Our Lady of Guadalupe. And, you know, and so we're going to negate all this liturgy that Mexico had that had nothing to do with Aztec dancing, right? You want to see Mexico's liturgy? You want to see Mexico's liturgy? Look at the movie For Greater Glory. Mm -hmm. That's the mass that was celebrated for hundreds and hundreds of years. 
Not uh, only yeah. that, when, when uh, yeah. think there, of, there was no dastic dancing. Right. It, it, people yeah. understood. They people understood piety. They understood silence. They understood yes. uh, decorum. They understood yep. uh, a sacred silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, taking a, a, on your knees a, a position of mortification and penance. That was the sacred tradition of Mexico for hundreds of years. Yeah. Well, what do you think, yeah. uh, Saint Juan Diego, when he? converted to catholicism what what mass was he worshiping at the latin mass, the, latin mass. Yeah. the silence the contemplation yes. everything that jesse just uh said that's what he was doing they weren't having aztec dancing as a matter of fact <laughs> yeah. they were running away from it okay yeah. so i mean right there we have same a with sick, the cristeros they yes, weren't having the aztec dancers right, and the, right they were they were doing the latin mass, mass. yes that's the tradition yes. of mexico Th- this is an innovation Sin. caesar this acid yes. dancing, it, you know what it is? It's a takeaway. It's a cultural, it's a colonization yes. of, 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 uh, of Mexican-American culture because Mexicans proper do, do this south of the border. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this no. is a U.S. colonial do Mexican tradition. Do you think uh, it tradition. was something that, you know, uh, the bishops want to endear the Mexican uh, people? Look at here, right. this is what we give you. But what they're giving them is not catechesis. This is not no. catechetical. It's paganism. It's a this reversion paganism. to paganism. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. it, it, it has to come from the yeah. high up. Yeah. To, to, but we right. that know the truth and, and know the history, we need to just do our own catechesis with our own brothers and sisters I, that I, are I, not I, familiar I, with this. Let me just invite real quick. Sunday, January 28th, 11 a.m., go to St. Thomas Aquinas Church. Hyde Park, Utah, our brother Caesar is going to be there with other Catholics. They're going to be doing prayers of reparation, yes. prayers of reparation for this Aztec dancing that's going to uh, that's going to occur in, in the parish. Uh, and so uh, make and sure that... Not the... Guadalupe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go ahead, Caesar. we got a few minutes left. Go ahead. I want to hear from you. No, you know, I, like I said, thank, thank you for giving me the forum. And, you know, to, to loosely quote you, Jesse, right, we're you know, in reference to the uh, article you wrote, right? It's like, we are not a bunch of pobrecitos, you know, to use the colloquial word. <laughs> there are a lot, a lot of us are educated. A lot of us... Tra- tran- translate that for the people that don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you know, not... pobre- so a pobrecito is a diminutive, like, thing, you know, poor one, you know, you really don't know what you're doing kind of thing, yeah. right? It's a diminutive. Yeah, term, you're not right? educated. Yeah. You're not educated. You can't handle the complexities of why yeah, it's uh, wrong. And why right. Right, right. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and like I said, and like I said, I think, I think Father said it perfectly. He said it perfectly, right? It's like yeah. you. Father Hugh Barber? Yeah, Father Hugh Barber. Before, yeah, uh, yes, exactly. And you know what? And that's all I have to say. And I, and I really hope that. We continue to build awareness about this, and 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 yes, ask mm-hmm. please. You know, let's not have these dances in our in our mass. Invite people to join you. Invite people to join you. Yeah, yeah please again, please uh, join me on uh, at uh, uh, on the public space on the sidewalk, in which uh, it's going to be a rosary reparation, illegal and and peaceful uh, gathering. Right, it's going to be a Sunday, January twenty eighth at eleven a.m. On the corner of South 250 East and Park Meadows Drive on Hyde Park, Utah. And you know, let, and with this, I like to say, uh, yeah, I like to say, uh, Saint Jose Sanchez del Rio, pray for us. Pray for us. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Caesar, I want to just mention that all nationalities and races, mm-hmm. all of us have pagan ancestors. For example, Ans- yes. Anglo's 
have in their ancestral past Vikings, pirates, vandals, Visigoths, barbarians. Visigoth. You don't see them. You don't see them dancing in the courtyards no. like Vikings no. before mass. No. Blacks have African no. ancestors who are pagan, violent, and practice the occult as well. You don't see black yeah. Catholics dancing like pagans in front of mass uh, in, no. in parishes. Asians have ancestors who were pagan and violent as well. They're called ninjas, bushidos, and samurais. <laughs> and the point that I'm making yeah. is that every race and nationality has a dark, pagan, savage past, and that's precisely why our Lord Jesus Christ came into the world, mm-hmm. to set us mm-hmm. free from our dark past, mm-hmm. to liberate us from yeah. our pagan trappings, mm-hmm. and to show us how to walk in obedience to the commandments of God and pursue a life of holiness. Our pagan past does not define us, mm-hmm. and our pagan past does not lead us to salvation. It does not lead us to a life of virtue, and it does not lead us to heaven. Invite us yeah. one more time. Invite the people one more time, Caesar. Yeah, please. Again, join me uh, uh, for a peaceful gathering for a uh, rosary reparation and in protest. But it's peaceful, peaceful and legal, and it's going to be Sunday, January 28th at 11 a.m., corner of South 250 East and Park Meadow Drive, Hyde Park, Utah. And, again, I can't say how much I'm thankful to you, Jesse, and for all you do, and, uh, and your family and your wife, yes, of course, and, you know, and how thankful I am to TFP and for helping me put this together because, you know, like I said, it, it's a pre- presentation is everything, right, especially when you're in a public space. And you don't want to show up with, with a cardstock <laughs> poster board with handwritten signs. <laughs> you know, yeah. This kind of mm-hmm. says it all, you know. And I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm a, we're achieving our goal right now is to build awareness, you know, and respectfully, respectfully. Right. It, and what about a phone number, Caesar? Is Maybe there a phone you want there's a phone number to, to call you sure, my, so they can ask more yes. questions. So I am the I am the rally captain. TFP has placed me as the rally captain, but, and I'm sure. Be happy to take it. So my name is Cesar Hernandez, and my phone number is 253-330-1507. One more time. Uh, 253-330-1507. All right, brother. We'll That's keep it. you in prayer. Thank yep, you. and maybe you can come back Thank and show, tell us how it went. Yeah, we'll call it. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get a hold of you next week, and we'll talk about it. A little debriefing. Sure. Thanks, brother. God bless you. Keep the faith. And thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us this, uh, this hour. And... Um, Hope to see you next time. Yep. God bless you. Keep the faith. Viva Cristo Rey. Viva.